Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Big Buddy Life, the most hype podcast of all time. Um, some of y'all don't know, but I'm I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I don't I don't talk about it as much. I used to be like really really big. After the sequel, seven, eight, and nine, I kind of fell off. Um, but I have a guest with me who thinks otherwise. Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome, bro. So, um, tell us a little about your background. How'd you get into Star Wars? Awesome. Yeah. So. I've been a Star Wars fan ever since I can remember. One of my earliest memories is sitting on my living room floor watching A New Hope, uh, seeing that that purple smoke come around the door of the Tanta floor, <laughs> and then all the stormtroopers pouring out, followed by Darth Vader. Remember watching that on my on those old big box TVs with the VHS <laughs> way back in the day. Yeah. Um, and growing up, I was just I was such a huge Star Wars fan. I had a I had a best friend I met in first grade who was also a star wars nerd like i was and we kind of grew up on it together and stuff and then uh so but around uh middle school i would say because once we graduated from elementary school and, and uh-huh. went on to the middle school at that time it, it wasn't cool to like star wars because disney hadn't bought it yet you know star wars is really like a nerdy thing and stuff oh, so yeah. i kind of disassociated myself with anything star wars it's like okay i want to make friends at this new school and try and do what i can to fit in i don't want to seem like the weird nerdy kid so i kind of got out of star wars uh for quite some time i'd say up until around the force awakens came out yeah but ever since then i've just star wars has been my life like i have a whole star wars themed tiktok account i eat sleep and breathe star wars i can see your background like with kylo ren right there right yes so these are actually the uh, they're called the hot toys uh collectibles i have the ray and the kylo ren and then i have a bunch of star wars books off to the side and there's literally my house is i have star wars action figures hanging (laughs) on my wall i have a huge action figure collection in the other room my life is literally filled with star wars so star wars yeah so when i got to star wars i really didn't like it at first i want to be honest but what happened was i i I disliked it just because everyone like i was this was like in third no, not even third. It's like in second grade. I just didn't like it because everyone constantly talked about it. I was like, bro, what is this? And I watched the movies and I was obsessed with it. Like, you can ask anyone. Like, I knew like the specifics. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's it called? Mm-hmm. You know the extended universe from like the books? Like, I legit researched yeah. that stuff. Like, this person, it was it was so much. Like, that's the thing about Star Wars. It's like a really great thing. But here's the thing, um, Kevin. Um, you, I heard you believe. You believe the seventh, eighth, and the ninth, the third thing is the best of the three types. I wouldn't. They're definitely not the best, but they're my personal favorite because I, I find myself in this in this conversation quite a bit when people ask me why I think the sequels are the best. But I don't think objectively they're the best movies. It's kind of like, and then I usually pull out this analogy. It's like sports teams. You know, I'm a big hockey fan, and the Red Wings yeah. are my favorite hockey team, but they are nowhere near the best <laughs> team in the league. They're yeah. actually dead last uh, last season. So <laughs> there's, I think there's a huge difference between favorite and best. But the sequels are definitely my favorite of the three trilogies, and they're the ones I get the most personal enjoyment from. So, if you want me to be honest, Kevin, I I was so excited for seven, eight, and nine. But like when I watched the movies, especially when I when I saw the seventh one, I was like, "What is this?" Like I did not expect any of it. The eighth one, which is like it's kind of weird, but I actually like the eighth one a lot. Like I don't know, I really love the eighth movie. Mm-hmm. The ninth one, I was like, so me and my friends went to go watch it, like. No disrespect to the movie, but, like, I was – me and my friends were joking about it, like, halfway. Like, you know the part of – spoiler, I'm sure everyone's watching. Like, especially the part where it was, like – it was, like, a bunch of Star Destroyers. I was, like, what is this? Like, you know what I mean? I was, like, are yeah. you serious? Like, this is just so, like – it just didn't feel like Star Wars. Like, it just – you know what I mean? So what did you, like, enjoy about it? Because most people, like, are not in the same boat as you. Most people, like, yo, well, this- 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like I said, I was out of Star Wars for the longest time, but then once Disney bought it, and then I think uh, it was like when they were re- releasing the trailers and the promos for The Force Awakens, it was like yeah. slowly bringing me back in. And then Star Wars Battlefront uh, 2015 came out, and me and my friends would play that oh all the God, time. Yeah. And then the the official trailer for The Force Awakens dropped, and I will stand on this hill <laughs> until I die. And I think that is the greatest movie trailer of all time just the emotion yeah. and the hype and just i will never forget watching that trailer and i think it still holds up to this day as the greatest trailer i've ever seen in my entire life the, the trailer so was, obviously yeah i'll keep going i apologize Sorry. okay yeah uh so obviously the hype was there and everything and um i remember i was a sophomore in high school when the force awakens came out and i remember that it officially premiered on the, a friday but the theaters were doing like a, a midnight release sort of thing on oh, that yeah. Thursday night before. Uh-huh. I did not see it that Thursday night. I saw it on the official opening night, yeah. which was the Friday. I remember being in school that day, that Friday, with my headphones in all day, <laughs> blasting Metallica as loud as I could to not hear any spoilers. Bro. Because I was not going to let anybody spoil that movie for me. It was not happening. So my ears were kind of hurting at the end of the school day, but that was fine. You know, yeah, it's fine. As long as you get the spoilers. Um, but then uh, that Friday night, me and a bunch of friends went to go see The Force Awakens. And I'm not even kidding when I say it was a life-changing experience. Because no way. <laughs> with, without, without seeing that movie that night with all my friends, I wouldn't be as much of a Star Wars fan as I am now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was such a such an experience to see it in theaters too because every time you had an old character or, or the an old ship or something uh-huh. come on screen everybody in the theater just went crazy oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. the applause and the cheers yeah. I've, I've uh, got to be a part of but then the force awakens it just it was what brought me back into star wars with the force awakens that's why i got attached to the characters i got attached to the story i found it just to be such an enjoyable fun movie and i saw it several other times in theaters and stuff but with regards to why i think the sequels are my favorite it's because a huge reason is because my experience with the force awakens and and how it introduced us to these characters and everything that just it got me attached here's the thing with the force awakens i feel like ray like ray i feel like she had so much potential like she I, i don't know like when i saw her I felt like, I was like, yo, like, this this could be good. Like, you know, it's good that they're adding, like, uh, woman roles, minority roles. I think it was great. I was like, yo, it's great they're adding woman role. But it was like, it felt like she wasn't written well. And another thing was like, I'll be honest, like, I, the reason I was hyped for that, I was really hyped for that movie. And did the hype live up for you? Because you said the trailer was amazing. Did well, the movie absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I remember when I yeah, saw the, the hype, trailer. The hype, of course. Go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, you can go. I apologize. You can okay. Go. No, I was going to say that, that, yeah, it absolutely lived up to the hype for me. It was, it was more than I, I could have asked for it to be. Mm, so here's the thing. Like, I remember I expected, th- this was honest, like, if you saw me in Star Wars, I had the craziest expectation. This was, I admit this was high expectations. And that's why, like, movie trailers, I especially like, know not to hype any of it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get few- that. Yeah, yeah, like, there's so many movie trailers. Like, for example, I thought Ninja Turtles trailer was good. I was like, this was almost like third grade. But I was like, what is this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, when I saw the trailer, like, if you want to be honest, this might sound completely Star Wars stupid. I thought Dark Plagueis was coming back. Because that's what, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I was like, yo, Dark Plagueis is coming back. He's going to, like, because I heard, like, you know, in the third movie, Revenge of the Sith, I think 
um, Chancellor Palpatine, he said, with the dark side, you can turn people back alive. It was something like that, right? So it's like, yeah, yeah. yo, Count Dooku's coming back. General Grievous is coming back. And I loved, I loved those characters. Like, mm-hmm. obviously expected too much. And I saw, like, Kylo Ren, and, and he was – Adam Driver did a great job. I just – I don't know. Like, he didn't – he was obviously, like, who, who do you prefer more, Kylo Ren or Darth Vader? Like, obviously, Vader's mine, but – did you like Objectively the like? Speaking, Vader's Vader's the most one of the most iconic villains. Oh of yeah, time. I'd argue the most iconic, maybe next to the Joker. But from a personal personal uh, standpoint, I prefer Kylo just because he's not the stereotypical big bad that you expect him to be. He's a young kid who struggles with emotions. He's got all these conflicts in his head. He's driven by by his emotions and everything. And I just think it's cool that he's not he's not the big bad like Darth Vader was. That's what he wants to be. But he's he's struggling to get to that point, which I yeah. think is, it's a it's a different take on on your a Star Wars villain. Yeah, because this is actually interesting. So did you know? I didn't know this, but like, I think like one of my teachers told me this. Like I don't know how true this is, but I heard Darth Vader is the most recognizable um villain of like not even villain, just like character of all time. Like he's more iconic than Mickey Mouse. I don't know how true that is. Like my teacher told me that, but he's 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 very iconic and nothing was did you like did you like um what's it called kylo ren uh like did you like kylo ren ray like did you like the characters because like, i didn't like to be honest like personally i didn't really like any of the like characters in like the um what's it called the third the third wave like the seven eight and nine like you know what i mean i didn't really no characters really like except like bba but like he couldn't even speak you know what i mean so like did the characters have anything like were you close into the characters basically that's what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah. um well uh part one of my favorite parts of star wars is is ray and kylo's dynamic and sort of the relationship they have especially with the last jedi how they are able to communicate through the force and how they oh, yeah, have that, that was... connection that's such a cool thing and it's not nothing like we've ever seen in star wars before and you know usually with with characters and everything you have one person that's good one person that's evil but with with ray and kylo it's almost like a mix because obviously kylo's struggling with his emotions there's always this constant pull to the light with him but on the other hand ray ray has shown these dark side tendencies kind of throughout especially in eight not not so much in seven but but in eight she's you know she she finds her way to the dark side dark side cave on octo she's super impulsive she's you know she goes kind of crazy at times um oh yeah and I, on my Star Wars podcast, we kind of have an inside joke where I always say dark side tendencies because <laughs> that's just kind yeah. of a, a notice, noticed something I noticed about Ray. What's but, your podcast called? Uh, it's called Live at the Cantina. I do it yeah. with, with that friend I was talking about earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah, guys, make Star sure Wars I go with. check that out. That's really uh-huh. – Cantina, yeah. is that the place where like um, – it was like – is it like the song where it's like dun, 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 dun? Yeah, the Cantina oh, from that, episode yeah, four. Place, yep. sure. mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. Awesome. So my, my friend's dad actually came up with the name, which was very clever. Because we, we once we decided to start a podcast, we had the hardest time picking a name and then picking a name. And yeah. And his dad came in clutch uh with that one. Yeah, my uh, name's legit like Big Body Life. Like it's just like it's legit a school meme that I had, right? Yeah. It's called like it was called like yeah. Big Body Dave. It was like from a basketball game game, right? And then they legit, I just changed it to like Big Body Life. You know what I mean? Just do random yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Change it up a little bit. Yeah. 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 So Back to the question, like, what about like Finn? Did you like Finn? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't. I did. You and did. I, I tell you what, I think Finn. I mean, the sequel trilogy is, is filled with flaws, and it's it's oh, yeah. nowhere near the perfect movies. And there are a lot of things I wish they would have done differently. And one of those things is how they handled Finn's character. Yeah. Um, because in the Force Awakens, you 
it's a stormtrooper that defects. You've never seen anything like that before. Oh, and yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that was just the coolest thing. Um, and then with eight and nine, they kind of just push him to the side. And John Boyega, the actor that plays Samus, has been very public uh, about that and how angry he is with Disney and everything. But good for him. He has every right to be, uh, in my opinion. But Finn, I, I think he had a lot of potential that did not get used. Yeah, like... I remember, like, I remember the thing, like, when he first left the sit, and he helped, um, it was Poe, right? Poe po was the one that, that rescued, yeah, he rescued Poe, and then they escaped together. Yeah, I remember that, like, he, he rescued Poe, yeah, the thing is, I think it shows, like, stormtroopers are, like, I mean, there are some good ones, I mean, like, it never showed any stormtroopers that were, like, it just showed them all bad in the movies, you know what I mean? Like, from what well, I and it, yeah, and, go ahead. No, you, no, I, I was done speaking. <laughs> okay. I was, well, yeah, I was going to say, it, it, yeah, it kind of humanizes stormtroopers. Uh, yeah. I mean, because that's the first time you see one of them take their helmets off ever, and it, it reminds you, oh, it's actual people under there. It's <laughs> not, they're not just mindless beings, you know? Um, so that was really cool to see. But, um, yeah, it was just, it was a bummer that, that his character could have been so much more than what it was. I know, like, they should have, like, I don't know, like, maybe, you should, I feel like you should have gone through, like, a, maybe like a few emotional outbursts because like he was in it didn't really he didn't really talk much like he talked a little bit about the stormtroopers but i feel like i wish he went a little bit more in-depth about because everyone also knows like obviously like stormtroopers aren't as iconic but like, everyone knows if you put we're like a stormtrooper helmet everyone knows about it you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so like i feel like i feel like that's what they should have done what, what other flaws do you have about it and like what what is there anything you don't like about the um the Movies one, two, and three with like Phantom Menace and stuff like that. Um, one episodes one and two definitely are not not my favorites. Uh, Wait, what we're talking about one and two? Obviously, Phantom Menace and the Clones movie, right? I was making sure. Yeah, uh, the Phantom Menace is episode one, and then Attack of the Clones is number two. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, obviously, I love all Star Wars. I think all Star Wars is good Star Wars, but but episodes one and two are definitely uh towards the bottom of my list. Episode one, I just I remember watching it as a kid. I could never really get into it, but I did love Darth Maul. Everybody, everybody. Oh loves yeah. Darth Maul. Cool. So, uh, and then with episode two, episode two is probably the movie I watched most growing up. Um, I remember getting it on DVD when I was so young, and just watching it over and over again. Yeah. Uh, I like the second second part of the movie, but like the first first half of the movie, it, was, it just felt kind of slow. And then yeah. the slow build up. But I loved the Obi Wan bit on Camino with Jango Fett, and then I love uh, the Geonosis Arena battle. Um, oh yeah, that was, then, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I did. I'm a really big Count Dooku fan too, so I liked seeing him in that one. Uh, I don't. I wasn't the biggest fan of the lightsaber fight in Episode Two. It just it felt a little over the top. Who was it? Who was it with between? The one shot when they they zoom in on the face and they're just. Uh, it was Anakin and Dooku when they were fighting. Oh, I, wasn't that episode wasn't two. that episode three? There's there's a shot. Wasn't that episode three? No, they did fight again in episode three, but I, yeah, but I'm talking about in episode two uh, when they fight after on Geonosis after Obi Wan Anakin chase after Dooku. Oh there's one yeah. Shot, uh, of both of them, where, where the camera just goes super super zoomed in on their face, and you can't even see their lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a I'm a film major at college, so I'm super critical of films and everything. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you think you think of shot. Are you trying to work for Lucasfilm? Maybe. That's the dream. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm really. I'd be okay with with anything behind the camera. Really, that's that's what I'm passionate about, and that's 
that's what I do for work right now. And that's what I go to school for. So like um, I love working on short films and filmmaking and everything. Yep. Oh, awesome. You so should anything in movie yeah, or TV. Yeah. You should yeah. send me some. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. It's so much fun. Uh, and then, but what I love the most about the prequels is obviously episode three. That's oh, my yeah. second favorite Star Wars movie of all time. And it's yeah. just from start to finish. It's, it's just, it's not perfect, but it's, it's a dang good Star Wars movie. It was so sad. Uh, like, when I, I, yeah. Yeah. like when one of my killed, favorite secrets now you're gonna keep going. Yeah. one of my favorite secrets is from all of Star Wars is the is the beginning of of Revenge of the Sith the battle over Coruscant from the time you see Anakin and Obi-Wan starfighter dip over yeah. that that's uh Venator class ship and then it's just chaos and then yeah. obviously the fight with Dooku and then with the uh thing with Grievous it's just it's so good it was it was like it was one of the most emotional Star Wars. Like, that was emotional. And like probably one of the most emotional scenes in Star Wars was probably like either like it was either when um Anakin was like in the you know when it was like Obi Wan was like you were supposed to be the chosen one. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to, it's the most it's one of the most iconic quotes. And then another really like emotional part was probably like it was it was this one scene in Episode Eight. And it was like, how do I explain? It was like, I think the Jedi books were burning and I saw Yoda come out. It was just so yeah, cool. Like, that was cool. That was uh, really cool. What I really liked about that too is they, they actually used a puppet Yoda for that. It wasn't CGI. Oh, seriously? Mm-hmm. Yep. I just watched the uh, the behind the scenes documentary on Disney Plus about The Last Jedi the other day. And, and yeah, that's cool how they... The sequels used a lot of practical effects. Usually, if they if they had the opportunity to do so, they would. They would do it, yeah. Um, whereas the prequels was mostly CG with mainly everything. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Like nowadays, people are using like technology, which is which isn't bad, but like you know, it's just like sometimes they use it too much. But like I honestly don't have it. A lot of people like get mad about like I don't see anything like bad about like just having effects. <laughs> like uh, with the Mandalorian. Uh, what they do now is that a good show? I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, it is. Uh, season two actually premieres uh, at three a.m. Uh, at the time that we're recording this. So the next oh, day no at three a.m. I'm debating if I'm gonna stay up or not. Uh, I don't <laughs> think I am because I, I need my sleep. But but I I definitely yeah. want to put it past me. But what what they do with the Mandalorian is they don't have a green screen. They have a a video screen that they project whatever is gonna be like on the final shot on an actual screen so it's like as an actor you're able to get more immersed with your environment and everything because with the green screen obviously it's just green but but with the mandalorian they have like a 360 degree actual video led video screen it's got a ceiling that's got video on it it it's very impressive that's what really yeah to do with technology these days yeah did you ever watch the um what's it called the Clone Wars was it a good like I watched a little bit of it. The Clone Wars, I'm not even kidding when I say this. It's my favorite television show of all time. Oh dang! <laughs> uh, I remember that friend I do my podcast with that I grew up on Star Wars with. Yeah. Uh, when the Clone Wars first aired on Cartoon Network, I don't I don't remember what year it was. It was a long time ago. He would come over to my house every Friday night. We'd make a frozen pizza and we'd wa- we'd watch the new episode of the Clone Wars together. That's really cool. Um, yeah. But the Clone Wars, what that does for the prequel trilogy, it for me, at least, I find it makes the prequel trilogy much better. Yeah. Obviously, you have these characters that you see, uh, and you see their stories between the the two movies. And like, you know, as somebody who's new to Star Wars, who starts with Episode One and doesn't know that Anakin turns into Darth Vader, going from Episode Two to Three, you might ask, like, "Oh, whoa, that was kind of sudden. Like, yeah. why did you go to the dark side so quick?" 
But with the Clone Wars, you're able to see everything that happens to Anakin that slowly draws him further to the dark side. There are a lot of different things that happen. And obviously, I love the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars is my favorite era of Star Wars. I love the Republic versus Separatists. I love clones. I love battle droids. I love all the lightsaber fights. I love the Jedi Council. Um, and, And you have... Uh, some super good episodes of the Clone Wars. They, yeah. they do they do uh like story arcs. So there'll be one story that takes place over a couple episodes, and there's one with clones that's super good. And then the latest one, season seven. Honestly, the the newest the Siege of Mandalore arc is what it was. Uh, the last arc of season seven. I yeah. think that's some of the best Star Wars content that's ever been made. It was mm-hmm. incredible. Obviously, you get you get character new characters like Ahsoka that everybody loves, and that yeah. Who's Ahsoka? Like, I, I you know I've heard about her. Like, yeah, I would so, see TikToks where it's like I'll simp over Ahsoka. I'm like, I just see like an alien. Like, who? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, so she's Anakin's Padawan. So after episode oh. two, the Jedi Council appointed Anakin a Padawan. Um, so her name's Ahsoka Tano. She's a uh, her species is Torgruda. Um, she she's fourteen. Uh, when she uh, starts in the in the show, her first appearance was in the Clone Wars movie. So before they made the Clone Wars TV show, they had a, a, a Clone Wars movie, which honestly wasn't that great. The TV show was much better, but yeah. that's where you you meet these new characters like Ahsoka and, and Captain Rex, too, probably the most popular clone. Oh, yeah. Um, Wait, was Captain Rex the one who did it follow Order 66? Yeah, so uh, do you do you want me to spoil what happens for you? Yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it, I'll okay. be honest. Yeah. So clones have, have these what are called inhibitor chips in their head that, that basically they're programmed. So uh, because uh, P- Chancellor Palpatine, Darth Sidious, has been behind everything, yeah. he programmed these clones to follow his command uh, when the time was right. And then obviously that happens in episode So three. are they not human? Or? No, they are human. So they were they were cloned from Jango Fett from episode two. He provided his DNA to yeah. clone these these troops. Um, and they, they age at twice twice the speed um, so that they're ready for, for combat quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so that because they have these chips in their head, when Palpatine, Palpatine says XC Order 66, they they automatically they lose their personalities, and the only thing they're out they're they're destined to do is, is hunt down and kill the Jedi. Yeah. So Ahsoka is on a uh, a cruiser heading back to Coruscant after after the Siege of Mandalore when Order 66 gets put in place. Yeah. Um, and Rex, what he does because he's such a he's such a strong clone. He can't he can't help it because it's it's just in their nature to, to carry yeah. out the order. But because Rex is so powerful well not powerful, yes, but like strong in the brain, he pulls his blasters on Ahsoka, but then he says find fives before he starts shooting at her. And Fives was another clone that was part of the five oh first Legion with Anakin and Ahsoka that mm. um kind of discovered the truth about clones and the inhibitor chips and their and their their uh, actual purpose. Um but because he knew the truth, he was he was he kind of got exposed and then went crazy and then ended up dying uh, before he could kind of convince everybody else what was happening. Yeah. So Rex says find fives and then tries to kill Ahsoka. Um, and then one thing leads to another. Ahsoka finds out more about fives and then they uh, capture Rex. And Wait, then... I had a quick question about this. Wait, if the Clone Wars is taken between episodes two and three, then like 
the Order 66 part doesn't show that in the movie, does it? Yeah. yeah, well, it does. Uh, the cool thing about this is that this story arc of the Clone Wars is happening at the same time that Episode 3 is. So oh. you see Anakin and Obi-Wan rush off to save the Chancellor. Um, you, you learn from Obi-Wan that Anakin killed Count Dooku. So the, the events in the timeline are, are happening at the same time. They made sure it was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway... They they some they capture Rex and then they put him in a like a medical thing and, and then they, they remove the chip so that's why Rex uh, is seen in Star Wars Rebels which is the next uh, animated show after Clone Wars uh, um, and so he doesn't have his chip anymore so then he fights alongside Ahsoka to kind of es- escape and, and uh, everything yeah that's yeah that's that's actually pretty interesting like I didn't know Star Wars had yeah I had Star Wars is a lot of lore like. It is. I'm pretty sure when they made like the prequels one, two, and three, they didn't even think of making this show. They just like probably yeah. just added yeah. into yeah. it. No, not at all. But that that's that's the cool thing is how they're able to put all these things together and and make one cohesive story universe. Yeah, that's. Have you do you like any Star Wars video games? Because I used to play the Lego Star Wars video oh, games. Oh, so that Star Wars video games are are essentially the only games I play. Um, so I grew up playing the first Star Wars game I played was Star Wars Battlefront 2 the original one from 2005 on the PlayStation 2 grew mm. up playing that game have so many childhood memories from it yeah um, and then obviously Lego Star Wars I think everybody everybody loves everyone's Lego played Wars that <laughs> yep yeah. uh, and then there are a couple other Star Wars games here and there and then uh, the newest ones or like the battle, newer Battlefront games with soap they had Battlefront 2015 and then Battlefront 2 Mm-hmm. Uh, I've put so many hours in the Battlefront 2, it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, and then there's a new one that just came out recently called Squadrons, and it's it's all about flying and, like, Star Wars ships and piloting and everything. So that one's been pretty fun. Yeah, the Star Wars and Battlefront games, their graphics actually make you feel like you're in the game. Like, I've, like, straight up gotten in character. Like, with especially, like, the, like, Blizzard did an amazing job, like, just making – it was it was really immersive. Like, I felt like I was in the world. Like, I remember I was on hot, like, fighting, like, an AT-AT. And I was like, bro, I legit feel like I'm in the game. Like, obviously, and that's, I don't like – That's the incredible I, thing about them, yeah. too, is how, how immersive they can be. Yeah. Do you think Star Wars is a dying franchise? Not at I, all. Not at all? Not at all. Um, a lot of people give Disney Disney hate, or like they hate Disney Star Wars, <laughs> or they they trash on the sequels. But then those are the same people that praise The Mandalorian, that praise Clone Wars season seven. There's a new yeah. uh, Bad Batch show which is based off the Clone Wars coming out. Um, it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Star Wars is more alive than ever right now, mm. in my opinion. Think about like these Star Wars movies. Like I was disappointed. Like. I'm sure there's either thing like you think about the Star Wars company and like Disney and stuff. They're gonna make another Star Wars movie, and even if I hear it's gonna be bad, I'm, everyone's gonna still watch it because it's Star Wars. Like, yeah, like, you gotta watch it. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of that's kind of the same thing with a lot of things too. Because I know, like, I'm a I'm a big Call of Duty guy, and you know, oh, I get yeah. frustrated with Call of Duty every year, but I still end up buying them and <laughs> playing them and everything. Is Cold War coming? Wait, I'm so okay. This is off topic. Do you know what's coming out? Let me check that. It's November, sometime in November. It's gonna I know. be great. I'm excited. I'm ex- Black Ops One was my favorite COD of all time. So yeah, I'm, like I'm zombies. Like I, I used to play zombies with my friends. Like that was it was. It was do you like do you like oh, this is random? But like, do you like um because these are two conflicting not like competition, but do you like Avengers more than Star Wars? Or do you like Star Wars more? No, Star Wars 100. percent I'm actually not a huge 
MCU guy. MCU um, fan. I've seen most of the MCU movies and stuff, and you know, I went to the theaters and I saw Infinity War and Endgame and everything. But the hype I'm not, is insane, yeah, yeah. I'm not nearly as into the MCU as I am Star Wars. I'm not into anything as I as I am into Star Wars. Into Star Wars, yeah, you should yeah. definitely like. If I were you, like, you should make some like short Star Wars films, and then you could show Lucasfilm. Like, they'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> Uh, what, for one of my film projects last uh, last year at school, I actually did a lightsaber fight video Ooh, yeah. where I choreographed it and edited it, and that was the most fun I've ever had filming anything. Yeah. Do you think – this is a interesting – do you think Star Wars, like, not – I know I already asked you if it was dead, but do you think they're done making more, like – because have you seen – did you like Rogue One? Because I thought Rogue One was amazing. Like, I loved it. Rogue One is, is super underrated, in my opinion. It's the first time we've ever seen a Star Wars movie that, that wasn't following the, the Skywalker saga. Um, and I thought, it was, I thought it was really good. And just the action, the combat, and yeah. everything was, is incredible. I thought, I'll be honest, I thought the first two acts of the movie were kind of slow. Um, but once, once they go to Scarif and once they start fighting, then what, was, what yeah. incredible. And obviously you have the Darth Vader hallway scene, which is... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. undoubtedly one of the coolest scenes in all of star wars so it was like i don't know low-key that movie was like motivation i was like bro like all these people knew they were going to die and they still did it like especially when they went into the island i remember i legit i haven't seen this movie in a while it's the girl and the guy like hugging each other you see like the whole um planet exploding in the background i was like this is so sad like that like i remember when vader came in i was like yo this is crazy and then like the parts i remember there was like one scene Vader was like choking a guy out and this guy had like the Death Star plans and he like slipped it through. I'm like, bro, these people are like dying and they're still trying like it was that's why I, in my opinion it was probably one of the best deep one it, in my opinion it was the best Star Wars movie. Either that or the third one. Like it was it was it felt like motivated. I was like, yo, like these people they're risking everything. They know they're going to die. It's not even a risk. They're like, I'm going to this planet because the Death Star's gonna kill me anyways, and they still do it. So it was just like, you know what I mean? And yeah. Nothing is like. Did you like? Um. Oh yeah. Would you have anything to say about Rogue One? Like, what do you think yeah, about? Yeah, I was gonna say what I love. What I also love about Rogue One is how seamlessly it flows into Episode Four. Oh yeah. In the movie with with Leia with the Death Star plants, and the Episode Four starts off with the Panticore getting chased down by that Star Destroyer, and it's oh yeah. Seamless the transition. Between it starts with like right before. There's no like. There's no BS. Like you know, from the second to the third movie. Like, um, from, like, um, Attack of the Clones to, like, Remember the Sith, there's, like, yo, so much happened. Like, Anakin, like, grew, like, he hit puberty during this. He, 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 he gained, like, you know what I mean? He got, like, he looked much more different. So there's a lot to happen. It's something to show about it. Rogue One, he gave the plans. Leia was in it. She was in that same ship. And right after, they got, you know, taken and stuff. What do you think about the Ben's, I mean, not the Ben, the Han Solo movie? Um, I'll be honest. It's probably my, my least favorite Star Wars movie. Ooh, um. Yeah. But but by no means is it is it bad. It's just so different from anything you've ever seen before. It's it's definitely more of like a western style movie than yeah. a than a Star Wars movie. But uh, I've only seen it twice. I've seen all the other Star Wars movies countless times, but I've only seen Solo twice. Um, I've been meaning to go back and rewatch it uh, at some point just so I can form a, a stronger opinion on it. But it's not bad. But um, it just really wasn't my thing. One really like weird plot hole in the like Han Solo movie was, do you remember when um it was at the end and Ben had like there was a bunch of money and I think he did it to fund the rebellion something like that I believe. It's been a while since I since I've seen it so. Yeah, let me pull it up. Okay, yeah. So basically, at the end, they get a bunch of money from this um 
one person, right? And then, yeah, and then Ben has all that money, and he lets that go as her rebel, like the rebellion, because like this one lady was like, "We're trying to start a rebellion and stuff," and he let all the money go to, which was weird. I was like, Han Solo in Episode Four was like all in it for the money. It was just like the character shift was so like, I didn't like that at all. Like, I obviously wanted like I'm fine with him being like a good person, but like his characterization was not meant to be like that. Like, especially it was it was supposed to take place before Episode um Four. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. I was like, no, nah, he's supposed to, like, I don't know, the ending, and all like that, but, like, I feel like if he, if all the money he had, um, all the funds went straight to the Rebellion, he gets some type of recognition, like, he acts like, in the fourth movie, barely, like, talks about, like, it was just, yeah, the characterization, but, like, the ending was terrible. Um, I have a quick question, do you, do you think, like, do you have any other Star Wars movies that are a possibility? Like, like what do you mean by that, by that? As in, do you see any characters where they can make a movie about, or like any scenarios where they explain? Um, I really want to see kind of a Ben Solo origin story. Uh, we have it in in the the, the Rise of Kylo Ren comic series, but I I'd like to see that adapted to the screen, whether it be an animated show or a live action movie. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to see Ben Solo's kind of fall to the dark side. Um, and then thinking about the future of Star Wars, I'd really like to see see more about Ray and Finn, kind of how they, they train the next generation of Jedi. Because obviously we, we learned from the Rise of Skywalker that Finn, Finn is force sensitive. Um, so I think if What's they- force if, sensitive again? Yeah. So Finn, ha, Finn is, has the force basically, but he's, he's, he kind of just discovered that in, in episode nine. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but my only thing is, I don't know if Disney would ever go through with that just because of the, the re- reception that the sequels got yeah. from, from the public. Um, a lot of but, people are against it. Mm-hmm. which is a shame because you know i enjoy it so much but i understand yeah that's it was like i don't think another thing like dude what do you think about a um a boba fett movie uh i fett, would love because he was my favorite character growing up oh yeah he was one of by my far favorite. i thought he was the coolest looking guy actually yeah. uh i have a big boba fett figure from 1970 79 yeah I think, uh sitting sitting right next to me I had so much boba fett collectibles and stuff growing up um yeah but he's actually rumored to appear in this season of the mandalorian so i, heard about I think that. i think i'm so excited for that yeah because like yeah, i don't know why like he was in the movie it was in um it was the fourth movie right with jabba the hut yeah so for, with the special edition of the fourth movie when they re- went back and kind of re-edited some things they they put him in there yeah he was like barely in the movie it was just like he was so cool like and the thing is, I, I like that they added, like, Django Fed the prequels, too. Like, that's the thing with these stories. Like, there's a lot of connections. So, I got a quick question. With the Django Fed thing, like, I, I, I didn't really pay attention to the movies. I didn't pay – I didn't, like – you know how you detailed it? Like, I didn't really do that that much, to be honest. So, when he did – they used Django Fed's DNA to make a bunch of clones, basically. Mm-hmm. But with Boba, uh, when Django kind of accepted the contract, he, he stated that he wanted one clone – that wasn't altered at all, so that wouldn't have the rapid aging or anything like that to be his son. So that's who Boba Fett is. Boba uh, Fett's an exact DNA clone of Django, except like a normal human. Hmm. So if another cool thing with that is kind of when they went back and redid uh, the special editions of the original trilogy, they they replaced uh, Boba Fett's original voice actor with uh, Tamira Morrison, the person who played Django Fett, just for that that continuity and everything because he's he's gonna have the same voice because he's the same person basically also just use like what's his name again um adam driver he's a great actor 
Yeah, Adam Driver's Kylo Ren. Uh, Tamura Morrison is the person that played uh, Django, and then all the clones in the prequel trilogy. Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like to be yeah, to be honest, like in my opinion, I legit don't see anything happen with Star Wars ever. Like it, that's my opinion because like you know, like the last three movies flopped. In a lot of people's opinions, the prequels flopped. I still think I'll get money, but I can't see it like having the amount of attention that you know what I mean, the amount of attention. It used to have. Yeah, I understand that. Obviously, the the sequel trilogy, I think, have definitely driven some people away um, from Star Wars. But I think if uh, I mean, the Mandalorian is getting such a good reputation oh, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I think I think that's definitely helping them. Um, and they've already got some other projects they've confirmed. Like there are a couple directors that are getting their own Star Wars movies, and then there's a there's a new show coming out about the clone uh, this squad of clones from the Clone Wars, and then. Uh, there's the Kenobi show that's coming out uh, next, not next year, but the year after that. They start filming next year, um, and I think a lot of people are going to watch that because I think everybody loves Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh yeah. Um, and they have Ewan McGregor, the actor that played him in the prequels, uh, reprising his role. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's going to be really exciting to see. And then also they they have a Cassian Andor show, which was the guy from Rogue One that that died at the end. I guess they all died at the end, but he was the main guy from Rogue One. Uh, he's he getting like his the... own. I'm trying to remember. Uh, what was his name? Can I pull it up? Cassian Andor, uh, played by Diego Luna, was the actor that played him. Oh, I think. Is he the Hispanic? I think he's Hispanic. Yeah, he's a Hispanic. Yep. He's a Hispanic oh, guy. we get a show for him? I actually, like, didn't go too much into his. Yeah, yeah. This Dude, this guy was so cool. Like, him and, like, I forgot the. What was the girl's character's name again? Uh, Jen Urso. Yeah, like those two characters killed. Like they're like honestly, like I wish they like. I'm I'm happy they're getting into. Do you, what do you believe? Do you think Star Wars will ever get back to its like fame again? Like what do you think? That's a good question. Um, I I think it I think it it could just because it's Star Wars. It's got that name. Um, and obviously yeah. it's it's one of the most well known franchises to ever exist. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think it definitely definitely can. It can get come that, back. Get that fame and stuff. Yeah. I think like, so. These, these sequels that just came out, I'll be honest, bro, it pissed a lot of old people off. Like, you know what oh, I mean? I like, completely <laughs> understand that, yeah. <laughs> it made it made people, like, really upset. Like, yo, is this Star Wars? Like, this isn't what we wanted. We wanted, like, you know you, you know what I, you know what I'm talking about. Like, they like those no, things. Yeah, yeah, I get it. And obviously, people, those are valid criticisms to have of the sequels. Even I'll admit they're, they're super flawed movies and everything, and and they definitely could have been handled better. I think one of the biggest problems with the sequels is is the inconsistency with the directors and the writers and everything. I think if they would have had one writer th- write all three movies, it, it would have been a more uh, cohesive story. Yeah, um, that was it. Was really weird that they did that. Like, because you have you had J.J. Abrams with the Force Awakens. Yeah, he did. Kind of set everything <laughs> up, and then Ryan Johnson came in with the Last Jedi and kind of did what he wanted to do and, yeah. and tried to take the story where he wanted it to go. But then. Uh-huh. Uh, Colin Trevorrow was the original one person that was supposed to write the Rise of Skywalker script, but uh, something happened with his contract or something. So J.J. Uh, Abrams came back and kind of just took Ryan Johnson's story and just disregarded it and kind of put it back on track where yeah. he wanted it to go. So having this conflict between J.J. Uh, Abrams and Ryan Johnson was kind of problematic uh, for the Yeah, season. it was like conflicting. Like It was just like, yo, like one person, like, for example, um, have, you, have you seen The Hunger Games? I have yes. So the first movie, it was it wasn't good. Like it was terrible. I was like, what is this? You know what I mean? They had a director. 
after they changed the director, they stayed with that director. The movies were really good. You know what I mean? That's what they should have done. Like, you can't get, like, JJ, um, I don't know his name. Then get another one, get back to that. It's just, like, obviously the person, like, they have completely different visions of where they want the movie to go. If you conform with that, that's why it was, like, a really, like, story was, like, a little bit off. Like, I li- low-key almost fell asleep. So, I'm asking you one last question for Star Wars. Um, who's your favorite character, straight up? Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo. Um, just because I just ever since The Force Awakens, he's, he's been my favorite because he, obviously he's not the, the stereotypical big bad. And then he's got all these these emotional problems and everything. And then once he once he kind of redeems himself in The Rise of Skywalker and becomes Ben Solo again, that that scene where, where Ray hands him the lightsaber behind his back oh, and yeah. then he pulls it out and goes ham on the Knights of Ren. That's my favorite scene in all of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's my first favorite character. My second favorite character is Ray, uh, and then my third would be Boba Fett. Wait, I got one question. Do you remember that scene where I, I know I'm like going a little bit over time, but do you remember the scene where Kylo Ren chopped off Snope's head? I was pissed and shocked at the same time because the way they portrayed Snope in like the seventh movie, he was like a hundred feet tall. Like I was like, dude, this dude's like probably a god or something. Yeah. And I come into the eighth movie, right? And I'm like, it was obviously like I thought it was a pretty cool scene, but after I was like. This this Snope dude has so much potential. Like, if this dude can be killed by a light, oh, this dude didn't Kylo Ren just throw a lightsaber at him and he died? Oh, what well, Kylo? Because he had uh, Anakin's lightsaber, the blue one, sitting next to him on his throne. Uh huh. And Snoke put Ray in front of him and said, "Kill her." So what Kylo did was he was twisting his lightsaber, like his red one, towards yeah. Ray. But at the same time, with the Force, he was twisting uh, Anakin's towards Snoke. And then he ignited that one instead of his own. So that cut Snoke in half. And then that's when the they kind of joined forces and fought off the guards. That was such a, like, it was so terrible. I was like, if Snoke can, like, it was just a simple lightsaber. Thing. Like, I swear it was like Dark Vader or like, um, I know this is like off top, but like Thanos, Thanos, so like, you know, those big superheroes that they hyped up, they would have blocked yeah. it one second. If anything, like, they would have expected, at least from what I'm seeing. But the fact that he got killed by a lightsaber, I was like, are you serious? Like, so that's another thing too is is i think they they either shouldn't have killed off snoke in the eighth movie so that he could continue to be the big bad guy in episode nine or that like general hux should have been the the big bad in episode nine um and obviously i i understand why they brought palpatine back for for the rise of skywalker because yeah. when you think about it he's he was the person that's been behind everything the entire time so yeah. uh, how do you end the skywalker saga without him but i think it would have been cool to see either snoke be the big bad or, or general hux rise up and take that place but mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's uh, you go. I, I, I was cool with palpatine coming back but when he came back in the movie like, when i saw him in the trailer like him laughing it was like by the time i started seventh and eighth movie i was like oh okay like i didn't care like if it was like a few years ago i was like oh my god palpatine's coming you know what i mean like mm-hmm. for example with endgame or like with avengers i get that excited but like do you remember the Civil War movie when Spider-Man was there? How excited everyone was in the trailer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted that type of feeling. You know what I mean? But I was yeah. like, I don't care. Because, like, the last two movies, I haven't, like... The la- the eighth one I liked, but it was this... I didn't see the story, like, going anywhere. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I think I think we've gone over a lot of things, Kevin. It was. Did it you was- want to talk about the Ray Skywalker thing? The Ray Skywalker thing? So I've been conflicting with that in my mind. And I'm starting to agree, like... If he's if she's adopted like into the family, I guess you can say he's a Skywalker. Mm-hmm. But like another thing is like I don't know. I feel like there has to be a blood aspect just from what I've seen with the Skywalkers. You know what I mean? Like here's he, here's my 
my little i'll do my brief little explanation yeah thing um obviously obviously family doesn't always mean blood you know you can, yeah you, you can have your found family and, and luke in episode nine literally says some things are stronger than blood uh and so for ray the whole trilogy she's she's kind of been searching for belonging and, and uh-huh. acceptance and mm-hmm. you know she's trying to figure out where she belongs and everything um and she doesn't really have have a, f- a found family until she meets skywalkers obviously yeah. first with with han and, and then Leia and luke um so she kind of found her family and then uh, in the Rise of Skywalker novel, it actually confirms that that Luke, uh, Leia, Leia said that she wanted her Skywalker legacy to go on to Rey, and then uh, in the Luke gives Rey permission to take the name at the end of the movie, yeah. or at the end of the book when she's about to do it. So I always argue that you know family doesn't always mean blood. Uh, just think about how you know adopted kids and everything, how they're not blood related, but uh-huh, they're still yeah. part of the families. And then Luke and Leia literally gave her permission to use the name. And so she's carrying on the Skywalker Skywalker legacy because obviously all the blood Skywalkers are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's just kind of my quick little rundown of it. Yeah, like I, no, I get what you're saying. It's just like I feel like, I okay, um, I don't remember this. Like in the I Loki almost falls into the night. Did Kylo Ren die at the end of the ninth movie? I straight up don't remember. Did he die? Or? He did. Yep. So after they they had that fight with uh, Palpatine, Ray actually died for a little bit, um, and then Kylo Ren came and healed her. But in the process, I mean, the only way he was going to do that was if he gave literally everything he had to her. So, so he saved her, but sacrificed himself to do so, and then he he disappeared and dead. Um, I was like, it would have been really cool if like, what's his name, Kylo Ren, Ben. So like, that would have been amazing if he was like the last Skywalker before he. I get, yeah, I guess because there's no descendants of the Skywalkers no more. There's like no one else. It's just like mm-hmm. they're all dead. Luke died in Episode Eight, right? Yep. Leia also died. Um, that's it. Like Padme died, Anakin died. There's no one else, which is sad. But and another thing I think is really cool uh, with the three, the Luke, Leia, and Han, they all in the sequel because they all died in the sequels, but they all yeah. died for the same reason. They were all trying to bring Ben Solo back to the light. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's just really symbolic and, and pretty neat. That that one scene with Luke Skywalker, oh my God, it was like when he died, it just was like come on like, you know what i mean like you've seen it for so long it was it was obviously like it's like i remember that one scene where he what's it called like all like the atats like fired at him he started brushing his shoulder i was like yo this guy's sick you know what i mean and yeah. mm-hmm. no it's i no, i go to say not thinking about like the sequels you kind of like i still don't like it obviously because at that moment i didn't like it but, like now that i'm analyzing it I think it's really cool because they all tried to just do it for ben so like mm-hmm. luke tried to talk to him you know what i mean like, yeah. you know, first Han used to try to talk to him, and then Kylo legit killed him, like, off the bridge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my dad my dad was pissed off at that scene. He didn't even, like, watch it. He was like, are you serious? Like, you know what I mean? Obviously, it was because Harrison Ford wanted to leave the franchise. It was all, also due to that. And then Luke talked to him. Leia talked to him. It's just, I get what you're saying. Like, if you think about it, it's pretty stuff. But in my opinion, I think they should have just ended the Skywalker legacy instead of like carrying it on center, right? Like, I'm like, if they end it right there, then just be like, it makes the audience feel more sad and stuff. You know what I mean? Do you think Ray should have taken on the Palpatine name? I think that would have been cool. I think she's taking the Palpatine name. With my my thoughts on that is is I think the Palpatine name is too far gone to be saved or to be redeemed because obviously he is the most evil person that's ever lived. Um. So if I was her, I would not want anything to do with that name. So, mm. but that's just my thoughts. I think I think the Palpatine name was was too far gone to be saved or redeemed. 
Yeah, I to be honest, like I thought of this as a real world example. Like for example, um, Hitler. You know, like a lot of yeah. His, that's that's yeah. the thing. I always say uh, we did a pod. Our last podcast episode was called "The Importance of Ray Skywalker," and I. I brought up, well, if you were related to a certain uh, German dictator from World War II, I don't think you would go around flexing that as your last name. You wouldn't want to be associated with that. Yeah, I get what uh-huh. you said, but like, if, here's the thing, like, in my opinion, if I had, um, a, what's it called, um, an ancestor that did something terrible, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would personally keep that name just to redeem myself, just to show not all Palpatines are bad. Because Ray's yeah. parents weren't bad. They were Palpatines. They weren't bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. No, and I, I completely understand that, and that's that's a valid valid reason. It's just, in my opinion, I don't think the Palpatine name can be redeemed. But let's say there's a let's say there's a guy like in real world, like let's say his great great uncle was like Hitler. Do you like Hitler was obviously like a monster, you know, for what he did? But would you like understand like if they're trying to change it to show like no, like our not just one person won't define our whole family? Like if I was Ray, I think that'd be more inspirational. Like, I understand one that. Man yeah, can't change my whole family name. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that, but I just I don't think I would I would hold on to that last name if I was in that situation. You That's just me, on. though. Yeah, it's, it goes on a personal like issue. Like definitely, like, if it was me, I probably wouldn't change it. But of course, like I can see what people want to change it. Probably get a lot of harassment. Like yo, like you're you know killed a lot of Jewish people. Or like yo, like your uh grandfather legit like took over the whole empire. Like I also understand that. But, and family, family too is is all about belonging and, and acceptance yeah. and, and and everything. And Ray did not feel that with Palpatine. She, oh, she yeah. felt that with the Skywalkers. So exactly with Leia and Luke and Han, mm-hmm. all three yeah. of them, and Ben too. If Ben would have lived, I think they would have. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the thing. Like Loki, Star Star Wars is a great. It's a great franchise. I love. I'm that. yeah. I agree yeah. with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. It's a. I can like I can I kind of see like I'm mostly not as big as I used to be, but like I always remember because like I remember when I was little I used to like always want to like do like lightsaber fights with my friend. It's always gonna be like you know, part of me. Like, I used to be part of that. What's what's like your Star Wars? I think I think everybody every every fan has like something in Star Wars that's like that, that's theirs. For me, it's the sequel trilogy and and everything like that. What what was like what's your favorite part of Star Wars? For me personally, I think it was like, how do I say this? It was Loki Anakin's story. Like that stuff hit me hard. I was like, the like please, I, I'm a, did a really good character development. Like you could see it progressively, even without seeing the Clone Wars, you could see it like slowly. Like in the first movie, he was like shown on good. Second movie, he was still good, but you can see like the microaggressions, like where he'd go to the dark side. You know what I mean? He'd get attached to Padme and be like, no, 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 I can't be doing that. You know what I mean? And yeah. then yeah. third movie, you could see it. Like at the beginning. I could always see like the way the way he talked to Obi Wan. You could just you know like the way they portrayed it they didn't make it obvious, which is something I really love. Like they did an amazing job of character development. And then at the end, you just see like you know you just it's just an emotional journey. Like him going back to his like mom. His mom's dead, and it's 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 really sad. Like and the fact that it ended up with him being Darth Vader. Like I low key empathize with Darth Vader. Like I know it's like weird. Like yo, he's like a Imperial, but like you can empathize with like a character because you see what he's gone through i saw his whole journey if anyone's seen episode four four and five obviously not six you'd be like darth vader's bad everyone like he sucks he's a bad person you see the first three episodes though you're like yo this is what happened like 
it just it's just you know what it, you you get what i'm saying though yeah um, yeah 100 uh so are the prequels like your favorite star wars movie oh yeah i love it yeah. just the way it was it was amazing it was yeah that's i didn't cool. even like yeah i didn't even like um, episode four i liked five and five was five and six were really good i mm. episode four is episode four episode seven or episode nine one of those three are like those three are my least favorite i did not like those at all mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, so, yeah. oh i definitely recommend checking out the clone wars then just just for seeing anakin's kind of sh- sh- slow but but sure uh descent to the dark side it's it definitely uh improves his character yeah i i get what you're saying like mm-hmm. i really wish you could bring like darth vader back but i know they won't because like this is so cool but yeah i mean he's one of the most iconic characters yeah. of all time you know it's huge mm-hmm. like they tried to do like bring palpatine back but i legit I didn't care. I straight up did not care. If they brought Darth Vader or like Boba Fett or like, I don't even sound like that would have been like, yo, that's so cool. But like Palpatine, I don't really care. Cause like in episode four, the way they, uh, the way they brought them back, he just like fell off the Death Star, right? Uh, Palpatine at, at the end of episode six, he got thrown off uh, by Anakin. Yeah. Um, or Darth Vader redeemed Anakin. Yeah. Whatever yeah, you want to call it. Um, but then while he was falling, he, um, kind of transferred his his essence to a strand cast that he had made of himself because like he knew vader was going to turn on him eventually so he's been planning for it um so he used every last bit of his his will to transfer his his like spirit into a clone so it's Uh, not even actually palpatine in episode nine it's that clone of palpatine so uh technically okay yeah (laughs) yeah really cool but Kevin, I think we was time to wrap this up. It was really nice talking to you. Yeah, so, hey, thanks so much for having me on. I yeah, enjoyed it. I, I, I'll take any excuse to tar- talk Star Wars with people. <laughs> so yep. I'm glad, yeah, glad we were able to do this. It's really cool. I've been talking about Star Wars and like, I used to love it. Like, it's been like five years since I've had like a full-on conversation. So it was really refreshing. That's why I was like, a little bit iffy. I was like kept up with the movies. But, like those, I was like, I can watch a Star Wars movie like once a year. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, guys. So if y'all like these, if you like this podcast, um, you know, make sure you share the podcast for sure. Also, um, I definitely make sure y'all recommend checking out my sponsor, Rogue Energy. Use my code BigBuddy123, 10% off. Um, it's an amazing drink for sure. Go check that out. And also, Kevin, what's your podcast name? You should definitely check that out. Yeah, so we're live at the Cantina. You can find us. Uh, we have video podcasts on YouTube, and then we also have audio uh, podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And then also, I'm uh, if you're on TikTok, I got a Star Wars themed TikTok account. Uh, yeah. It's Kev28 underscore. So K E V 28 underscore. Yep. So definitely go check these out live at the Cantina um, on all those platforms. And definitely go check out his TikTok also. But Kevin, um, thanks for watching. I mean, thanks for being, <laughs> thanks for being. <laughs> it's, it's like 10 o'clock. I'm sorry. We got yeah. <laughs> this good boy, Big Buddy Dave. We'll come back to the video. Big Buddy Live, the most hot pockets of all time, and peace.